Howdy, and welcome to episode 28 of the FPL Jingle. Uh, we're recording this time as the last drippings of Game Week 28, this Game Week 28, are taking place, so we'll be updating you on how our matches are going as the episode goes on. Uh, we'll be discussing United's failed derby and their subsequent fall out of the top four. Uh, we'll have our newly named and beloved Three Tips in a Spicy Boy segment. Uh, we also have some fantasy cup action that we can follow along with uh, the semi-finals of the cup are taking place. We'll do all the usual updates. Let's get this show on the road. Colin, in the, in the, in the interim of you introducing us, your dear Coutinho's Sage Rares once again. Yeah, oh, go away, Belter. Yeah, he has. Oh, you lovely. Um, I don't know who the assist is yet. I don't yet. know if it's been given yet. Mighty Cash, Mighty Cash, Mighty Cash. Oh, do you know what? I, well, enjoy, I it was Mighty Cash. Was it, man? Fuck yeah. was off. Oh, get in there, Mighty Cash. And already my fixture has improved quite a lot. I'm playing Thomas and I just got a Coutinho goal as I was recording that first segment. So I'm enjoying this already. Uh, we have some not so usual guests. I think the two guys, aside from Steve, Stephen Meiselbeck, who's been on several times, Paddy and Connell are here. So uh, we'll start. Maybe Steve, introduce yourself first. Why do I have to introduce myself? I'm part of the pod. <laughs> okay, well... We'll, we'll we'll reduce your bits as much as we can. So, but straight oh, on to yeah. Patty. Go on. Well, you're editing this one, so I have no doubt that you'll cut out all of this. I'll cut you out entirely. You won't mm-hmm. be in this pod. Good. Patrick, how are you? I'm very good. On how are you? I'm, I'm in good form. I'm drinking um, I'm drinking this Teeling whiskey that I got for cheap, so I'm already in good form. Oh, I mean, um, that's always nice. It's good. Uh, any any stories for us? Anything mad happening? Oh, nothing interesting or exciting. I'm actually starting to get into whiskey myself more recently, but only in the very, very uh, easygoing form of whiskey and ginger ale. Because I cannot drink whiskey straight. I'm assuming you're drinking it neat, are you? I'm having a straight because I don't have any ice. I usually okay. have a little cube of ice. Um, it's it's nice while I'm recording the pod, but I should probably not bring the bottle with me most of the time. <laughs> uh, that, that's the four bigger measures. Yeah, because you just keep pouring small ones, and I could have four or five. Of them. Uh, Connell, are are you drinking? I am not drinking <clears> on. <throat> I've had to drive over to a secure recording location, and um, we'll have to drive back afterwards. So, unfortunately for me, no drink. In a, in a way, you're kind of doing what Zelensky probably does in Ukraine, kind of <coughs> moving I, I, fairly sharpish afterwards. I feel quite a solidarity with him, you know. I can't, I can't let myself be tracked down. Uh, Connor skiing is hunting me after the Bundy Madison. If my house gets so, bombed, I'm you blaming know, I can't you. Stay in one place for too long. He's slapping you around the place at the moment. Uh, even if you did profit more out of that trade, ah, um, uh, he is. But Jimenez is on for five this week, so <laughs> based on how the fixtures have been going <laughs> so far, he, he may well be. Um, so do you, will we will we go on straight into your fixture, Connell? Uh, you're 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 not having the best of weeks. Uh, yeah. So um, I am playing a fairly mid to upper mid table um, Connor Skeen, who is absolutely slapping me. Um, at time of creating this lovely document, he was winning seventy four points to forty six, courtesy of. Um, well, Havertz scoring two, Kane scoring two, Mares scoring two, Kulisevsky with two assists, Coutinho on 
a goal and an assist. Yeah, I'm getting slapped. Yeah, it's and, and um, it's even eighty seven fifty nine as we speak. It's uh, yeah, yeah, it's getting out. It's getting out know, of hand. I'm actually uh, I'm, I I can't be annoyed. I'm actually scoring quite well this week. You know, um, a lot of my players are returning. A lot of my double game week pickups. Ryan Fraser's been nice. Shar inspired, some would say. Um, but sometimes you just come up against the highest scorer in the league and you get slapped. And that's what's happening this week. Hopefully it doesn't impact my playoff run too much. Kudos on, on the Fraser um, pick. Uh, I, I, I didn't see that at all coming. Uh, he would be my uh, spicy boy, you could say, for last Ooh, week. Nice, nice, nice preemptive. Yeah, well, pr- what's the word for retrospective? Is that the term? Retrospective spicy boy. Nice one. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll discuss your cup action later on, um, Steve. If if you've cooled off a bit, how how are you getting on this week? Yeah, not great, not great. <laughs> good, 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 <laughs> uh, good, 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 not great, or just no, no, not uh, great, not great. Right, uh, um, cool. like I feel like yeah, no, uh, I've been garried. Uh, Gary does this every now and then where he does nothing <laughs> for about five or six weeks, and then all of a sudden he explodes, and every single one of his players does something for him. Uh, you know your week's going against you when Timo Pukki scores, um, considering he's only got like four or five goals this season. So he had seven, Mares had ten. I also had Mares that cancelled out, Calvert-Lewin for two. Uh, he has Havertz, who has two goals and an assist and a clean sheet point. He's on 17 at the moment, possibly going to go up. De Bruyne has two goals, an assist, and uh, 15 points. Uh, Van Dijk has six, Allison has seven. Uh, Cody is playing at the moment on two, Cancelo two, Davison Sanchez one, Ruben Neves three. But again, there's st- there's still matches going on as we speak. So, um, me not looking so great. I had Vardy for two, Salah two, Mares ten, Maximan one. Madison didn't play. Bona come in for me for one, but he got injured against Liverpool. Uh, Kulusevski nine, Sice for two, Robertson for six, Thiago Silva for seven. Uh, Cancelo and Ramsdale both for two so again a couple of lads going on there now I'm not scoring that badly this week not great but I mean I've just been absolutely smashed by Gary this week so um, my only hope is in terms of the league is that everyone else around me loses as well like I think as it stands Mark is probably on to lose Connell's losing I don't know about Paddy I think Paddy might just scrape against Andy just because of the amount of players he has still left to play and it's also a nice segue into Paddy's yeah. Um, <coughs> maybe before we move you on, are, are you going to drop Verdi now, or, or have you eyes on that injury? Uh, oh yeah, I have to drop him. He's going to be out for a month. Like that's the oh, well. that's almost that's almost the entire run into the playoffs. I can't afford to carry him for a month. No. So oh yeah, you're going to have some hard labour ahead of you in the in the coming weeks. Um, Patrick, how are you getting on? Hello, hello. Um, I am not having a fabulous week either. To be honest with you. Um, I mean, Steve is more confident about, about my week than I am. As of now, looking at the screen and looking as things stand, if Chelsea bring on both Zayic and uh, Lukaku, I stand to be very, very tight and possibly lose. Um, because, I mean, Chelsea at the moment, I've got two defenders playing and one of them didn't get the first game, which was Eignuri. Um I'm four points ahead, but Andy is on for two clean sheets in Martinez and Silva at the moment. His size clean sheet will match my Wolves clean sheet. Dubravka's just conceded. Uh, Jakob Ramsey's doing absolutely nothing. Uh, Broha is useless and overblown by you own. And uh, Danny Ings hmm, has been hmm, keeping hmm. my, has been keeping my, uh, cut, my, cut uh, that, cut, cut, cut that. <laughs> 
no, no, that's Dave's in. Uh, Danny Ings with a goal and two assists, absolutely keeping me on life support. Uh, if neither, if, if one is Ajic and Lukaku don't come in, Bernardo Silva comes on for five points, which will hopefully, uh, save me. Um, but, but yeah, no, it's, it's been grim because I, I fashioned a team to get a lot, take a lot of advantage of all the double game makers and unfortunately it didn't work out. And even with the likes of Matt getting COVID, Alonso getting COVID, uh, Zayic still not back from injury despite training and Lukaku getting space jammed. It's just not a, it's just not looking good. The Chelsea boys really, really have let me down massively. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, you'll, you'll, you'll be very, uh, I suppose, unfortunate in one day that like you just happen to have like four or five players on a massive double game week that, that we didn't predict to not play. Um, but even after that, you might still be fortunate to beat a fierce low scoring Andy. Yeah, um, you you uh, have a lot of players, Paddy. That you you you're rotating a lot of players. Like you must not have that many stalwarts or that many like players you'd absolutely hold on to. Like he has, Matt, he has Broja, Matip. Broja. No, no, I, I know what I said. <laughs> um, no, there are, there are a few. I mean, like I'm, I'm Matt, not going to Matip Walker, uh, Bowen, Bilva, Ramsdale. I mean, I'm 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 son. Yeah, son. Sorry, yeah. But like, I was think I was looking at Lukaku and I was like, is he like, is he yeah. is he undroppable? Like, is uh, he was know. for a long time, but now I'm beginning to lose faith. I'm feeling a bit like a Stephen Lyons on it. Mm. Um, I think I think Stephen was nearly uh, delighted to give uh, Connell Lukaku just to give him a headache. I, I, that's literally where I was going with the next. Is that Connell is a man who obviously believes the opposite. Looking at the Chelsea fixtures, that there's obviously a, a good run in for Chelsea there. But it's just a case of whether Connell Lukaku is going to get the games, Connell. Yeah. Um... I'm, I'm surprised he didn't get one of these. Yeah, very, I'm yeah, more surprised if he doesn't come on. Me too. Um, I, th- I thought he'd get at least one, um, especially because I know they lost and I know it was nil-nil, but in his little cameo role in the League Cup final, he actually looked quite threatening. And um, I thought with the run of fixtures that's coming up, it would be a great time to see if you like see if you can get a few goals out of him because if you don't, well, obviously now that this whole transfer embargo is in, they're going to be stuck with him, <laughs> but... It would be a good time to find out if he's going to be your striker or not. I, you know, if he can't if he can't score in this run of fixtures, fair enough. I but think they're too they're too good to. I think the league cup suited Lukaku because Liverpool like to play a high line and Lukaku loves to run in behind. Whereas against other teams, like they'll set up defensively and sit deep, and then Lukaku has to be a bit more of a target man and and link up play. And I don't think that suits him as well as 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 well. Um, but and. True, and I and I think that's kind of why Havertz is getting a bit more joy there at the moment. And I think at the form he's in, I don't think you can really drop him, especially with uh, well, especially with with like, everything going on outside the club at the moment. Anyway, but we'll get to that later, maybe. I mean, on that, we say the form Havertz is in. He's only come in the last couple of games. Like it's two games where he's he scored two he, he looks, in the first game. He looked game very good now. in the ga- in the but Champions League game as he, well. But before that, he was very, very sparse minutes. And if Lukaku proved anything the last time he was in the Premier League, it's that he's a flat-track bully. He is. His problem was that he couldn't score against any good teams, but he was a great man to score the second or the third against crap teams. Yeah, maybe. Lukaku, kind Lukaku of with, with, loves with... the goals against the poor teams. Uh, it's great that I that I have the boys in third, fourth, and fifth on the pod. Uh, Steve Lyons then in second. So uh, we, can, we can take a decent look at the standings. Um this week might see Steve and Paddy pull away into the second and third place positions. 
Steve and Connell, the two of you then are are looking for well, yeah, you, you're kind of fighting for fourth and fifth, same same as last season. Um, how, well, how are your Steve, hopes? Steve does still have a pretty tough run in. Like if you look at the if you look at the the fixtures he has left to play, he has uh, after this one he has Connell, he has you, he has John, he has me, he has Porrick, and then he has Mark. So like none of those are gimmies. Um, love to see those top four six pointers in in the end game. Like I'm still not, I'm still feeling all right about it. Although I think Paddy has a pretty decent run in, apart from the last couple of weeks when he plays Connell and Owen. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? I think I'd like to get as much points in the next couple of games as possible. Uh, a result against Cahill with his his mad team will be good. It's, it's always weird playing Cahill. Um, but I think next week is double game week. He's got a good few Arsenal boys, which I don't like. He picked up my old guard that I, I let go mm. because his form had been uh, spotty since Christmas. I think we discussed this before. So I wasn't too upset to let him go, especially on the basis that Martinelli was there as well and Cahill had dropped him a few weeks ago. But sure didn't Cahill pick up Martinelli and Odegaard. Oh. So he's now got a team that's nothing but all of Manchester and a couple yeah. of Arsenal lads. Wow. So, I mean, Cahill likes his, uh, he likes his sets. He likes his collection. He, um, he likes the, minute, all those eggs in that basket. He does. And I got, I've been trying to negotiate with him and trade him for a long, long time so that we both end up with double City. And so whenever he won't do that trade on me and City concede, I'll just message him and essentially tap the sign of triple City is precarious because it's either a feast or a famine. You either absolutely smash someone with your, you know, 20 or so points for your defense. Mm. Or you get nothing from your entire defense, hardly. City do have so, fifteen um, clean sheets so far this season. They though. do, they do, yeah. But it can just—I mean, I think this game can be—you uh, can get really punished if you, if you do something like that. But yeah, if I, if I if I beat Colin that game and I beat Andy this week, then I mean, like, I'd like to be clear before I get to that rough Connell own two-week matchup, and I'd like if I was clear. Not to be, you know, folks in those two weeks and be picking up players who have good fixtures in the actual playoffs. Because, I mean, if you're the likes of Owen and Steve Lines have an advantage insofar as, well, Steve Lines is losing his advantage because he's gone back a little bit at the moment. He's had a bad, bad run. But the likes of Owen, if you stay, I suppose, the track, you can be looking forward to picking up players who have good fixtures from, you know, week 35 through 38, as opposed uh, to those kind of finishing weeks. So that makes sense. You're absolutely right, Petty. Uh... It's 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 interesting to note like that that Cahill's as a kind of set and forget team are, are just committed to a city defence or just the Manchester area. Sees him in seventh and, and actually doing quite well. And yeah, no, I I already am I'm looking ahead to the the playoffs. Uh, probably yeah. a bit a bit a bit <coughs> overconfident at the moment, seeing as three losses could see me drop down to fifth maybe. But uh, I certainly have an eye on it. Uh, Connell, uh, are are you hopeful? Do you think you'll make it? Um. Yeah. Look, I've I've a few tough fixtures, but the thing is, it sounded very much like a GA player's response or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. There, there, there's a few tough fixtures in there, especially with the setback against Connor. Um. This week, next week against Steve Lyons will be an absolute six pointer. Um. The thing that gives me hope is that uh, Paddy's team is terrible. <laughs> let, let, let's just go. We were talking about it earlier. We were talking around the problem. He has no players that he wants to keep because he has a bad yeah, team. He's, he's got scored. Lukaku there, which is a fucking disaster. Yeah, like who has Lukaku in their team? But like he scored <laughs> so much fewer points that you have to expect he's going to regress. And if he doesn't, look, fair enough. Um, I have been the top scorer all season. I don't really, you know, tough matchups are tough matchups, but. I just have to trust that with the team scoring the way they do every week, that it's going to come to me, you know? 
I can't do much more than that. I I I can't I can't predict it myself. Um, I'm hoping I'll make it. I, I a bit of me believes Steve Lyons might drop out of the race, uh, and then and then it's it's between you. I think I don't see uh, Mark or Cahill. Even though Mark is only the three points behind and is winning this week, so fuck it, yeah. Mark is really there. Mark is really there. Yeah, he's, he's well, really <laughs> level. I think my win. I think my win over Mark was massive. Like that really was a six pointer for me because even if like that's a four point gap, I have to him at the moment. And then if he does win, it's still I still I'm still ahead of him still by by a point. I think so. You know, it's it's um, uh, it's, it's lovely to be in be in the end game and uh, the business end of the season. I won't read the standings again because it's just the same as last week. Um, mm-hmm. But I will move us on to the cup, which is exciting. Um, Mark Gary <laughs> is playing you, Connell. And Paddy, you are playing against Owen. And I don't have the scores. So Owen is on 39 points as things stand. <clears throat> Paddy is on 34. And yeah. then Mark Gary is on 62 points as things stand. And Connell is on 59. So in Spicy Paddy's matchup... Out. In Paddy's matchup against Owen, they both have eight players playing at the moment, so there's still it's still all to play for there. And then in Connell's matchup against Mark, Mark has ten players playing and Connell has seven, so you know not looking great at the moment. But like honestly, a goal could shift it, you know, easily. So one way or Unf- the other. Unf- unfortunately, I was meant to have eight players playing, but due to uh, my Chelsea boys, I only have five, so it, it looks close oh, than it is. Sorry, but, uh, yeah, it looks. It says owners, eight on the yeah. thing. Yeah. It does, yeah. Owner's going to uh, smash me, to be honest with you. I'm looking, I have... It's very interesting. Go on, go on. Sorry, Paddy. No, go, go. I was going to say, what's very interesting is we have a crap semi-final and a good semi-final. <laughs> <laughs> the, excite- the excitement is huge, but, like, to my point, regarding the league, Paddy's team isn't it? It's like, uh, it's like when the undercard is more impressive than a main event, and you're like, ah. <laughs> I, I, uh, I wouldn't be hopeful for the... Well, Owen Dillon's a bit of a cop specialist, so you'd hope he can pull it out against Mark. Sure, he did it. Interestingly enough... Go. Mark has thought the cup was on two different weeks, and I beat him both of those weeks. So it'll be disappointing to lose this week. But it's annoying for me too. I've beaten Owen in all of the weeks that we were meant to have the cup, and now this week, because of the way things went, I just checked the minutes played. Uh, my team of out, my outfielders have seven hundred and ninety-two minutes played. If only, Owens have seven hundred and forty-four. If only the man who made that decision to move the game week was on the pod and we could actually ask him about it. But you know, well, alas, yeah. alas. He'd, he'd he'd get a grilling. Oh, uh, ter- he would, ter- yeah. Third time's the charm, it seems, for our magical <laughs> cup underdogs. Uh, that'll do us for the intro to the pod. We're going to move along nicely now to have a look at the games that have taken place already this week. <laughs> and we can also keep an eye on the fixtures that are ongoing, which is kind of exciting, I think. As we'll, we'll do it live! This pod, we'll probably know who's won the game week. It's nice nice being in this kind of grey area. Uh, <laughs> Let's move along. Now I'll get our three experts to analyze game week 28 for us. They've each picked a game to tell us about. Uh, The results that we have so far are Leicester beat Leeds 1-0, Chelsea beat Burnley 4-0, Villa beat Southampton 4-0 and Brentford beat Norwich 3-1. Newcastle beat Brighton 2-1, Palace beat Wolves 2-0. Liverpool scraped past West Ham 1-0. Arsenal beat Watford 3-2. The Manchester Derby ended 4-1 to Man City. And Spurs trashed Everton 5-0. 
the two boys, Connell and Paddy, are, are on watch at the moment to see if Lukaku is going to come on in that Chelsea-Norwich game. So maybe, Steve, you'll kick us off with an analysing the Chelsea versus Burnley game that was favourable for the Blues. Yeah, uh, it was. Um, yeah, it was kind of the fairly standard uh, first half in a kind of ch- uh, game against Burnley. Like They sat back, counter-attacked. They actually had a few decent chances. Um, Mendy, um, Mendy just didn't look great for a couple of instances. He kind of flapped at uh, crosses into the box, but then in the second half, they kind of got their act together. Uh, Reese James was absolutely the key for this Chelsea team. Um, almost responsible for almost anything positive coming out of this side. He was responsible for the first goal. He got the assist for Havertz's first goal. Um, and I think, and I don't even know, I think he might've got the second uh, one as well. Um, and then uh, obviously Pulisic got a tap in at the, at the death or not the, the, the death towards the end. Um, after after Tarkovsky made a howler of trying to control the ball, even though he didn't even need to because there was a Burnley defender behind him. But um, Chelsea got the job done. They scored four goals, which is not something you can say often because up until recently, they hadn't really been scoring many more, more goals than one. They were kind of scoring one goal, sitting back, and then letting them try and hold the hold the clean sheet. Um, but it'll be interesting now what they try and do um, in the next bit of, bit of time because of everything all the turmoil that's going on at the club at the moment like Roman Abramovich's assets have been uh, frozen they, he can't sell the club they can't sell tickets they can't sell merch uh, they can't um, offer players contracts and they can't sign players or sell players and um, I only just saw there like not only are uh, Christensen Rudiger and uh, As- Azpilicueta out of contract at the end of the season but Mendy is as well actually so uh, lots of stuff going on in the background anyway. Yeah, Ch- Chelsea have had that policy of only offering a one-year contract to anyone over 30 for a long time now. So e- every year is very busy because of all, you know, they have a lot of quality players over the age of 30. Uh, scary times for, for, for not, not really scary times for Chelsea fans, but... Uh, kind of. I mean, t- three yeah, three have pulled out of being the sponsor for the club and asked them to get their the logo removed from the jerseys for their match against Norwich tonight. And there's rumblings that Tuchel might be looking for the exit door as well. Like, yeah, it's it's uh, it's not looking so hot uh, for Chelsea. Uh, it's hard to predict. I mean, like we we've never we've never seen anything like this. So, I, will 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 the government go ahead and strip the team apart? Um, no, I think they'll, the, the Chelsea have asked them to, they've opened a dialogue with the government to try and get some things back on the table in terms of like offering players contracts and being able to pay their wages and such. Um, but the, this, um, ban is only until the 31st of May anyway. So it's, I think once that, basically once the season is over, then, uh, they'll be able to sell the assets again, but I imagine there'll be some sort of agreement before then to allow Chelsea to continue to operate in a higher um, percentage or higher regard than they are at the moment. Um, absolutely, yeah. It's 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 strange times. Um, Chelsea's form is great on the pitch, but off the pitch, it's it's uh, not looking so hot. Hopefully, that doesn't affect the players and managers too much. Um, Paddy. Uh, an Everton fan. Uh, how 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 are you feeling <laughs> after after that Spurs game? I mean, I'm not feeling great. I'm probably feeling better than Michael Keane, but I'm not feeling great all the same. Um, I was telling <clears throat> Stephen Lyons that uh, I'm, I'm obviously an Everton fan. 
it's a, it's a hereditary illness that I got off my dad. And uh, I'm an Everton fan. And the last thing that Everton won uh, was a month before I was born. So I was laughing the other day that if you told my dad when I was born that uh, the next thing Everton would probably win would be the championship, you probably would have uh, left me in a wicker basket at Bill Kenwright's door as a sacrifice. Um, but yeah, no, it's 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 really bad. It's really grim. I mean, I, for the last couple of weeks, have been very... Ah, not arrogant, but kind of head in the sand, being like, you know, no, there's no way we could go down. God, no. So, uh, and for like a lot of people also saying, everything aren't going down. Well, this is terrible. But, uh, but yeah, the last couple of weeks, I mean, it's hard to see where we're going to win games. I mean, like I'm looking at the table at the moment and for like the first time in a long, long, long time, uh, I'm just looking at teams around us and like rejoicing at Watford and Norwich getting smashed and being like, yes, thank God. And getting a bit nervous that Leeds haven't conceded yet. So, like, I mean, our eyes are firmly fixed at those around us because we're in a bad spot. And as I was saying, I, I can't see how we would expect for it to be improving anytime soon because even though we've been, I mean, grand at Goodison and had a couple of okay, uh, I suppose, fixtures be the cup fixtures, those kind of things, we've been absolutely abysmal on the road and we've had, we look completely and utterly uh, clueless in defence. I mean, I pre, I, I do feel sorry for uh, Pickford being left out to dry. I feel sorry for Coleman, who's not been uh, suitably replaced, despite uh, you know for years us crying out for a new right back. Uh, left back, we're not really sorted either, and our two best centre backs uh, are injured. Godfrey's injured, and Yerry Mina, who I think actually I do rate quite highly, uh, unfortunately has legs made out of cardboard. So I mean. Yeah, I, I don't see how we're going to improve. When you looked at that game against Tottenham, uh, you got to question the manager's tactics too. And so far as we were leaving these huge gaping holes in defence and pushing a high line against a team that the only thing they know how to do is counterattack. Um, so yeah, you got to wonder if we have uh, the right stuff to stay up. I mean, like on paper, the team is a lot better than the teams around us: Norwich, Watford, Burnley, Leeds, Brentford. Like we're better than all those teams on paper by a long way. Better than Palace on paper. Better than I'd argue a few other teams on paper too. But but yeah, they're just not playing right together at all. I mean, Calvert Lewin being back is a huge bonus though. And once he starts clicking, that'll be good. Demary Gray is coming back, and Godfrey's apparently coming back too. So I mean, they're positives. I don't think we'll go down, but I'm gonna be nervous for the next ball. Put it that does way. it does it make you feel any better, Paddy, knowing that Newcastle have just scored a goal and they're two one up against? Uh, Southampton. <laughs> Bruno Gamera's goal with a Dan Byrne assist. Oh, well, I've just seen it. It's been an ab- it's an absolute banger. <laughs> if I had just know? seen the replay, it is a beaut. Oh. Nice to see Gamera's it, it, it finally. Does, oh, and I'm getting game. off the pod. I'll see you later. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually must correct myself because Villa are beaten Leeds, so it's good that Leeds uh, have conceded with a Mr. Coutinho goal. Nice. But um, but yeah, it's good that every team around us are losing. Burnley are playing at the moment. Uh, I don't consider I don't consider Newcastle around us. Newcastle aren't going down either. They're not a competition. So uh, thanks, Perry, for your holistic look at Everton, not just an analysis of the game. <laughs> uh, because <laughs> yeah. there wouldn't be much there wouldn't be much point in looking into a five nil versus Spurs. Uh, even even though if you asked me two weeks ago were, were Spurs capable of this kind of thing I would have laughed at you um, <laughs> so yeah um, worrying times for Everton in, in a completely different way that uh, it was worrying for Chelsea uh, Connell then you have eyes on the Manchester Derby for us um, a 4-1 and 
Is 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 it same old Man United? Or are the same problems still going on? Um, I so from from the Ragnick games, absolutely. Uh, this is a game that going into it as a United fan, you might not be dreading as much as you would think. Looking at table and recent performances, for all of uh, Solskjaer's flaws, United were actually um, on a two-game winning streak versus City at the Etihad. Believe it or not, um, so you might have gone into the game with a little bit of hope. But uh, United were terrible. Absolutely awful, as bad a derby performance as you'll see. Um, you know, there's more energy in me walking to the fridge. What would you get uh, in the fridge, Connell? I don't know, maybe just like a teaspoonful of butter, you know? <laughs> what? <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> salted or uh, unsalted? Uh, salted. If I was a United fan, I'd be doing for a tablespoon to see if I could end my suffering quicker. Um <laughs> No, uh, De Bruyne, absolutely brilliant. This game is uh, an example of why, if you're a De Bruyne owner, you, you hold him and you won't trade him for someone that's not like, you know, in the Salah category because he can just do this. Two goals and an assist, he was absolutely brilliant. Um, for his first goal, United were terrible. They just forgot that De Bruyne was the best player in the pitch and no one stood near him and he scored. Um, United actually came back into it. There was a lovely pass by Pogba to, um, to Sancho who just slotted it beautifully into the far corner. Sancho is low-key, been really, really good in fantasy lately. Um, mm. If you can trade for him now, I would. You know, he's, try and get he, he's, he's available in most people's leagues, I'd say. If Oh, if he's available... Carl yeah, has him, don't you worry. Yeah, I'd say he's not available in my league uh, because he, he has been low-key really good lately. Um, City's, uh, yeah. City's third goal was um, brilliant. United kind of had given up by this stage, to be honest. They They... Brief bit of life after uh, one all, but they were terrible after they scored their goal. Um, lovely little corner. It went to the De Bruyne hit it to the edge of the box. Mares was sort of just looking a bit disinterested, and then he just ran on and smacked it in. Uh, took a small deflect. Well, that took quite a large deflection, but you know, it was a lovely goal. Then the fourth goal, uh, Gundogan caught off the bench. Mares brilliant run in behind, brilliant pass, inch perfect. And Mares just sloshed it in off the side of De Gea's head. Um, City were absolutely. Outstanding. Uh, United were, were disinterested. There was a stat, I, I saw a little snip of it. It was like last 15 minutes possession, and City had 92% possession for a, a 15 minute period. Uh, 15, game 15 minutes, 92%. <clears throat> that's the, that's the, they, uh, so they, yeah. they, they decided not, not to play any more football. Uh, annoyingly, um, Man City didn't make any subs <laughs> because I, I, I want, I have Bernardo Silva, but I want something else out of Man City, and I've been looking at Jesus or, or someone else like that. Um, but they're 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 a bit more set than than they used to be in, in in seasons gone by. I suppose Sterling owners will probably be annoyed this week. Yeah, yeah, Sterling definitely yeah. like because Grealish came in there for him, and they had Foden and Mares. But Mares is the best player they have in terms of a front three, so you have to start him really. Says the Mares. The real, the real owner. changes for City. The real changes for City are coming in midfield. You know, with uh, with the likes of Gundogan in and out. Bernardo Silva is ever present, but. Um, you know, Gundogan coming in and out, especially hitting a bit of form, is is maybe the only player yeah. that's and not probably you, available. You, you mentioned Sancho being kind of good, but I'm of the belief that Man United are just bad, and I don't want any of their players as well. Oh. Uh, I, I I couldn't argue against that at all. They're terrible. You look at them, especially based off the City game. You look at them and you wonder how are they going to win a game again? <laughs> um, they they've been missing chances left, right, and centre. I suppose they've been creating them, but. 
they're a bad team. Their their next two games as well are against uh, Spurs and Liverpool in the league, and in between that they play Atletico Madrid at home. So not easy fixtures coming up for them afterwards either. Um, one la- well, the only thing other thing for me about this is apparently De Bruyne hasn't beaten United at the Etihad. Like apparently, but he's only he's only beaten them at Old Trafford. I thought that was a very interesting stat up until like this weekend, obviously. That is mad. Um, so there you have it. Um, game week twenty eight reviewed. Man United are bad. Let's move along uh, to game week twenty nine, where we're going to do our three tips and a spicy boy. Now, the boys are discussing um, a few players that are making appearances in games there that they might be picking up, but they're keeping their cards close to their chests. Uh, and we're going to look ahead at game week 29 uh, this time. I have a whole load of fixtures to list this time. I'm going to be tired by the time we get through it. Liverpool play Brighton, Brentford and Burnley in another battle of bees. Man United play Spurs, Chelsea versus Newcastle. Leeds will face Norwich, which will surely be a poor game. Everton versus Wolves. West Ham will play Aston Villa, which is almost a fixture of the week for me. Southampton play Watford. Arsenal play Leicester. And Palace then play City. And then we have three doublers. We have Brighton versus Spurs. Arsenal versus Liverpool. And Everton versus Newcastle. So we have a few bankers for you. A few obvious places that we think there's going to be points coming. And the Spurs players we've picked out, I think, Paddy, you kind of had a, a good eye on these. You've, you've a few that you like the look of. What are you willing to give away this week? <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping this goes out after the uh, waiver wire deadline, so I'll give away everything in that case. But uh, on the so premise it doesn't, I'll give away everything. I will say. And, and, and show it off. Really makes for great listening when you don't tell <laughs> people what you're supposed to tell them. <laughs> yeah, listen, Joe's probably probably no avid podcast listeners in my league. In fairness, they're they're sleep at the wheel. So uh, just the way you design. So yeah, I'm going to say that. <laughs> listen, we've been over this. It was about fair seeding. Uh, shut up. Um, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I really like the look of one Matthew Doherty. I think Doherty, and then on the other side, it's less concrete because Sessegnon went off the other day while looking very, very snazzy against Everton. And he's replaced by Reguillon, who I also rate nice quite highly. To be honest with you. That's you what happened, wasn't it? <laughs> I got Google to help me. Reguillon. Oh. Or also, as he's, as he knows his friends, regular John. Um, but I think that the, yeah, just given the way they play, I think that the Spurs wing backs are a really good option, especially when they've got the old double game we coming up. Um, I think that Doherty is obviously uh, the safest pick at the moment because it seems that he's locked down that right wing back position. But I will say that when he's playing, I think Reguillon's probably the best option. He gets forward, he shoots a lot, he gets a lot of t- touches in the, bo- in the box. In the box. So, I mean, I think he's the best choice if he... <laughs> he does, yeah. I think he's the best choice if he's uh, fit and if Sessegnon is injured, which he went off against Everton, although I'm not sure what the the deal is with that, what the story is with that. Maybe you've heard about that. I haven't. I, th- I, th- I, do, I honestly think it was just to, to swap players out because they took off Christian Romero two minutes later. You know, um, when they scored the fifth goal, it's just because they were comfortable. So, uh, no, I'm reading. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, not even not to make oh. you not to make you feel silly, Connell. I have to look it up on fan tracks here. Sessegnon will miss an ex- will miss an extended period after suffering a muscular injury against Everton, uh, according to Conte. 
Ryan had a scan and he's a muscular problem. I think he will need one month to recover. So in that case, yeah, for me, it's Reggie on a Doherty or two boys to so go with. Spurs defenders this week, uh, they have the double. They're playing Brighton and Man United, who, as we discussed, are bad. Um, <clears throat> there might be a few Chelsea players knocking about. They're playing Newcastle this week. Um, as the forwards rotate with the Blues a lot, Connell, is there anyone you you have an eye on here? Um, yeah, so uh, he came back from, I suppose, being in and out of the team and his constant state of injury, but Christian Pulisic uh, always looks dangerous, always looks really good, and is probably around in most leagues unless someone has picked him up for this double, would be my only worry. But um, Pulisic, just with Chelsea's fixtures, if Lukaku's not going to get into the team, they have to fill the front three somehow, so he's bound to get quite a few games. Um He's he's always good and he loves a bit of a late season run as well. He uh, you know he loves to get you to draft him high next season and then do nothing. Yeah, he, um, I, I I love watching Pulisic. He's one of those nippy players and and fierce confidence on the ball. Like he, he gets into the box and can uh, kind of just hold the ball is, for a long time. Which uh, yeah, he's, he's the LeBron James of soccer. Like oh, he is I'm sick of hearing that on this fucking podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Steve um, defensively oh yeah no oh. go on you, you, there's, there's more there's more I was just going to say defensively um, there's quite a lot of rotation going around in their in their back three five whatever you want to call it um, so I would say nearly any of them is an option if they're available in your league uh, Christensen's just back from injury and just starting to maybe get back into the team a little bit with his play in the Club World Cup and this game against Norwich so I'd maybe take a look at him if he's there Oh, he's there and he's in my team, Connell. Yeah, definitely. I think I think Malang Sar is there. Unfortunately, Saul Niggas, uh, Chaloba and Loftus-Cheek are getting games in the defence these days. All of those midfielders in uh, in fan tracks. But you will have Malang Sar, Silva, Rudiger, Christensen, Rhys James, Esplaqueta. Rhys James apparently has an injury. He might be out for oh, another, yeah. a couple of weeks. Rhys is out for four weeks. So Yeah, there you go. You, you, if, if you can... It's it's worth putting the effort in to try and predict that Chelsea backline because they, they, they tend to keep the cleans. Uh, and Arsenal double game week this week, Steve. Um, is, are you going to pick up any extra uh, gunners? Uh, I already have Ramsdale, so I don't think I'll be going after any Arsenal defenders. My team is kind of hard to get pick up and drop defenders for because I have um, Matip, Robertson, Cancelo, Thiago Silva. So I only really have one kind of free defender spot. Um, then I suppose then like Leicester and Liverpool, but both games at home, so you know not too bad. But especially going up against Liverpool, that's not going to be an easy game for them. Uh, going forward, they look decent against Watford, though. There's a lot of continuity with that um, front four of Lacazette, Martinelli, Odegaard, and Saka. So if any of those players are available in your leagues, those are who who I'd be going after. Um. If you're looking for someone else, then Smith Rowe, up until when he got the in, uh, the when he got sick, uh, was doing really well coming off the bench and scoring or getting assists. So I think that kind of shows that even if he doesn't start games, he can make an impact off the bench. So that might be an option for someone if they're looking for a a fourth midfielder. And certainly, certainly a good punt to make. I think if you've room in your team, picking up Smith Rowe is consistent when he when he's there. I I really like Smith Rowe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. But um, I think that Leicester game is the one you'd be targeting, if anything. Um, they have a short turnaround then for the game against Liverpool on Wednesday, so probably won't be as fresh as Liverpool, who will be playing the the very first game on the Sunday, or sorry, on the Saturday, at half twelve. 
So yeah, that 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 I suppose on the best of days, Arsenal will be struggling in that Liverpool game. But but hopefully, your Arsenal players are at least getting an extra two points on on that trip to uh, no, not a trip to Anfield. It's home home game. Is it? Both games yeah, are a home a yeah. game. In the Emirates. Not so That's bad. what I said. Uh, that, uh, Paddy, that, will you sing the three tips and a spicy boy uh, intro for us, please? I appear to have lost my voice. Um, before, before, before we go to it, can I just say, Matty Cash has just scored a rocket at the near post, past Melier, who was absolutely terrible, to give my team an extra six points. Go on, Matty Cash. Well, how, how do you look now, uh, Connell, in your matchup? That makes my... I'm still getting slapped in the league, there's no two ways about it, but it makes Danny, my cup semi-final look much closer. Maybe um, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit the games. After this segment and see how how we're getting I mean, on in our games, it's it means nothing for my cup game, but it's it's nevertheless important just to help shore shore up against Andy. Yeah, all oh, you Vings, do you? Yeah, yeah. You were listening to me. spicy boy picks, Paddy. Which segues which segues us nicely <laughs> will, into yeah. our our next topic on. I'm enjoying the the pod mid game because it's I I've, I'm actually like constantly flicking over to footmob checking to see has Ziyech come on to prevent Reggie on getting the game for Thomas, but uh, yeah, we have we're obsessed like it's four high school boys uh, to announce. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, we don't have Tyke to sing us in and out, but maybe we'll just we'll just clip that bit later on. Um, who will we start with, Patrick? You've like. <laughs> Just got a terrible one that's just not going to work. So we'll get that out of the way first. Who is your milky boy? <laughs> yeah, milky I mean, uh, my view was my view was look, the Lance have picked a lot of spicy boys already, and even their spicy boys are somewhat cowardly. They're obvious picks. I'm going to go completely with my heart and not at all with my head and say perhaps the best goalkeeper in world football, uh, Mr. Jordan Pickford. You don't even believe uh, that. You don't believe the goalkeeper- that. <laughs> he carries Everton's I would never in his say tiny, tiny arms. <laughs> I would never say anything that I don't Ellie, believe. This I am segment a man is not words. an opportunity to mislead other fantasy football managers. <laughs> All he's using <laughs> this for is like an opportunity to spread like disinformation so that he can Propaganda. trade with people in his league. Like he's basically <laughs> Putin. Uh, this is why he's the nickname in the chat. <laughs> yeah, very. Uh, listen, I think that I think anyone will be. I think that anyone would, would be mad not to pick up an Everton defender this coming week against a, a double game week against two poor teams. Uh, and I mean, like, I'm just really worried that Cahill's going to pick up Pickford or some other Everton defenders for our game against each other. So I really hope that Cahill doesn't pick up some Everton defenders. That would have oh, set I'm me a sure, lot. I'm sure. Please, Cahill, uh, d- I hope he doesn't water, do that. The water is at room temperature for this pick. Yeah. Uh, in, in all, in all, <laughs> Podens, uh, Connell. Your spicy boy for the week. Yeah, Daniel Pedence. Um, he's getting a run of games in a Wolves team that are secretly quite good. Um, they have just scored a fourth against Watford today, so they're maybe taking the handbrake off a little bit, so to speak. And um, the other <laughs> thing is, phrase. he, despite all the forwards around him being subbed off, he is not subbed off. He's scored one already. Neves goal. He may be the... T- uh, Ruben Neves just scored but um, yeah Wolves fixtures are brilliant uh, I would expect Jimenez is gone in most leagues I don't rate Huang uh, Daniel Pedence is the man for me he looks exceptional on the ball he's small he's fast he can actually score goals um, unreal in FIFA he's a bit like me of, co- of course yeah, Gary has Ruben, Ruben Neves on his team fuck me oh, 
Well, the foresight for <laughs> Ruben Mendes. Holy shit! Points. Eighty-one points. Oh You're getting destroyed. That's 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 almost as many as I'm playing against T- this week. Timu Puki, he's almost doubling yeah, your score, Steve. I know. That's tough. And Steve, you've had an interesting. This is particularly spicy in my eyes. You have Everton to get four uh, four points in their yeah. next two games. Well, oh, look, well, Owen, when you're as good at predicting spicy boys as I am, two for two so far. Uh, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta keep pushing the envelope to see what you can get away with here. And Lukaku is on the pitch. Sorry, sorry, Steve. No, sorry. you're all right. You're all right. That's an, that's some important information for people in this group. Uh, Lukaku is on the pitch for four minutes and um, plus injury time against Norwich City. Uh, really showing that he was worth that uh, ninety-five or ninety-eight million pounds. <clears throat> I need two uh, goals, man. So who does that? Who? Oh, Ruben Neves. That's not goal good was for me. Absolutely no, I, I think I have. I, Thomas is going to have seven in regular, and he's going to get a clean for Wolves. Is it, are Wolves on for the clean? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, oh, they are. Yeah, uh, but, <laughs> really? I think I think you're set. To, I think you're set to draw. I haven't looked at it in, in that we'll great see, detail. Anyway, I'll just uh, I'll so just good. get I'll just get my spicy boy out the way. Yeah, I think Everton are going to get at least four points from their next two games because I think mainly because they fucking have to because if they don't their list of fi- their run of fixtures afterwards are absolutely chronic so if they don't get some some sort of points from this game i'm not even saying that they'll be clean sheets i think like i i think the two games at home will do them calverloon maybe richarlison do something in those games and just give them a bit of a spark i don't like lampard isn't really a coach renowned for his uh, defensive capabilities so i think they'll just kind of try and outscore the other team uh, absolutely, uh, Lampard, not known for, for keeping the goals out of his own net. Uh, my own spicy boy this week is none other than Armando Broja. He's going up against a team, Watford, that are consistently conceding four goals or more. Uh, I think he could brace this week. Will I say brace? No, I'll say, will uh, I say brace? So I'm going to say Ar- brace. Armando Broja was yeah. subbed off against, um, uh, against Newcastle, and there's a little, um, cross beside his name so it might have been an injury oh. I actually read the ticker there's no mention of him being injured because ah. um, I actually thought the exact same thing but uh, I, I can't see any mention of it on the hmm. the app it just said he came off looking frustrated maybe just keep an eye on that so if, if, if for our listeners who might potentially be looking to pick him up just see that he's actually going to be match fit for the game at the weekend Let's keep an eye out for that. Uh, that ends our Game Week 28 segment. I think we'll end the pod on on, on uh, reviewing how this Game Week finishes. It's going to be over in, in the next few minutes. So when we return, we'll, we'll see how we've gotten on in our cup fixtures and so on and so forth. Thomas has me well bet he's, he's going to be doing about that. 10 points because he's got uh, oh, a few, a few oh, cleans Mark, and Reggie on to come in so he's, he's got like a Mark is getting raging in the chat and to be honest he's not I, happy I'm at all he's messing he's messing our secret chat See, too <laughs> oh, shit. Chelsea, Chelsea goal Havertz Mark, Mark is coming back Mark might back, back in it oh lads do you know what that means what if I have beat Mark in the cup, what? the treble is still on. Connell Havertz just scored. No, he did. No, no way. Nah, he didn't. Go away, go away, go away. Oh, he, he did. did. Fuck. Yeah, he did. Oh my lord. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness, Augustus. <laughs> oh my lord. I'm definitely going to keep some of this in the pod. 
was all like the system. Oh, well. You can't leave my impression in there. No, it's a Kante assist. Definitely, I've got to, I've got to make that bit louder. Kante assist. Oh, stop, please. <laughs> Holy shit, is Mark going to attack me? Yeah, the is. treble is dead. I shouldn't have mentioned it. Lads, sob off, Matty Cash. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <Eric>. <laughs> <laughs> Owen, you have to, Owen, you have to keep that. You have to clip that. Oh my to. god, I'm so nervous. Who's that? Who's knocking on his door now? Where Gary is like Jose Mourinho in the car park. We're live, uh, just back after watching the the end of the Villa and Leeds game. Um, so I'm, I'm going to press the sub soon. Connell, have you beaten Mark in the cup or do you know? I'm too scared to trust my maths. I think I might have it by 79 points to 78. Oh. Uh, I'm currently on 70. Gundogan's coming in for four. And I think Mighty Cash is due five points for a second appearance point as clean sheet. So I'm praying that the treble is okay, still on. I'm, I'm hovering over the button. Paddy, you've won. Or sorry, you've lost the cup to own. Is that right? Uh, yes, I've won my, my week against uh, Andy. Unfortunately, due to my lads just not playing, it was quite unfortunate. I have lost against own by, I reckon, five or six and points. The only other I've, one I've, then I've, is that Mitch, potentially, depending on who his first sub is, is either going to lose, draw, or win against Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he really gives it all. What, what what entertainment? We don't we don't know the first sub of Mitch, and 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 any result can happen based on the one that comes in. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to press it. Uh, there, the change has been executed successfully. So I'm going to quickly jump to live scoring. Uh, I'll, I'll oh, run down to no. the results. Whoa! No way! I've drawn with Thomas. What? Uh, Mitch <laughs> lost to fucking Mark because he had Antonio's first sub. That absolute wally. Uh, Connell's beaten Mark by a point. Oh, yes. Jota played. So Reggian didn't He had zero. He played. He got a yellow card. Yeah. Oh, wow. That, I didn't see that coming <laughs> at all. Oh. Uh, Spicy meatball. Oh. Connor Skeen breaks 100 points. Well done, Connor. I'm going to applaud that one. Um, do you want to read down to the results, Steve? Sure. Um, so the final result of my one was 49 points to me, 95 points to Gary. Well done, uh, Gary. Paddy uh, beat Andy 57 to 41. Uh, Owen Dillon has beaten Cahill Connolly 62 points to 49. Uh, Connor Skeen, as I just mentioned, has beaten Connell 101 points to 79. Owen, you've drawn 57 points each with Thomas. Um John has beaten Mark Lossy 47 points to 32. Uh, Mark has just scraped a win against Mitch, 78 points to 76, based purely off of Mitch setting the wrong sub order. Unfortunate there. Uh, Tyg gets a win over Porik, 70 points to 60. Kind of Porik kind of drifts a bit further away, maybe, from the playoffs there. And Steve gets a handy win over Ray Foley or Team Auto Draft, 62 points to 42. So some some wild score in there in this week, Owen. It's been nothing but entertainment. Absolute madness. Uh, the, the standings. Then uh, I'm delighted to have got a draw because that that 
that that that leaves me ten points safe in the in the playoffs. Uh, so Steve is just three points behind me. Steve Lines, Paddy, you're on fifty seven then. And then it's a four point drop to the two boys, Steve and Connell. You're you remain on fifty three, fifty two. Uh, and but Mark joins you also on fifty two after the luckiest of wins. Mm-hmm. Antonio coming on in that Liverpool game was a sickener. Um, fuck it, that spices it up nicely now. I'm delighted. <laughs> yeah, um, I really would have liked to have gotten the win against Gary, but look, it just wasn't to be. He just absolutely popped off like five points away from 100 points. There's no way I could have seen it coming. So, and I think you said it before, Owen, that if you're going to get beat, you'd rather just get fucking hammered so that way you just <laughs> you don't feel as bad. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Keep your big scores for your wins. Uh, Connell, yeah, you come up against 101 points, highest score of the season, I would yeah. say. So. Maybe ever. I was, uh, um, not ever, no. I was the third highest score. I was, I was the third highest scorer this week on, you know. I, the, the team are returning well. I'm in decent scoring form. And to be honest, I'm just over the moon that I'm through to the cup final. The treble is still alive. Uh, yeah, geez, uh, nice, nice to still be in the cup. I up against Owen Dillon, oh. who's in 15th. Uh, on yeah. 23 points there. Um, so there, there are other playoffs on the go. So people are trying to get at least into eight. Uh, Tyg is behind Porik Sheehan no. on points in that sense. No, Tyg's ahead of Porik. So I'll run down through the table like from the rest of it. Yeah. Like, Con- Connell's in fifth on 52. Uh, Connor Skeen's in tenth on 46. Tyg is in ninth on 46. So was Porik's in 8th on 46, but Tyg is ahead on points difference. And then no, Cal- not on, not, um, not on is my... It, is it not points scored? Not on my, not Por- on my Porik's thing. Above, yeah, no, Porik's above him on points scored. Yeah. 1176 to 1134. Where are oh. you reading this, Steve? I, oh, no, I, it, I don't know. It, just, it updated. Everything else was correct. I don't know why. It's just that was... I don't know. That was backwards for me. Sorry about that, <laughs> Also, also, can I say if we get to the cup final and I lose, I have outscored a one by three hundred points this season. Oh, me, Jesus. no, Owen oh, Dylan. Oh yeah, um, uh, I'm rooting for Owen now. My, my name's sake, come on, Owen. Um, um, when, Con- when, Connor then, Connor's on forty six as well. So that 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 hunt for eighth place is really spicy as well. Four people on forty six points. It's yeah, nuts. Yeah. Um, when is the last week of Europe on? Oh, just so. Uh, it's not next week with the big double. Uh, the cup week final 30. is is the week after that, which is week. So game week thirty. No, no, the cup final is week thirty one, and the Euro final yeah. is week thirty two. Just so oh, I'm okay. off the top of my head, yeah. I, because I of the, the, the big big double next week and big blank week thirty. That's we've moved them into thirty one, thirty two for a little more normal looking game weeks. Hmm. Interesting stuff. Uh, it's uh, it really is. It's it's uh, it's super exciting. Um, there we have it, folks. I think I think that's the pod. Uh, I'll get a I'll get a closing statement from each of you guys. Um, Connell, uh, congratulations on on your cup final uh, entrance. How's it, how are you feeling? Thank you. I'm delighted. Over the moon. Pleased to give the Gunnersaurus wrecked fans some uh, some stuff to cheer. You know, I was sort of. Flying the flag that I was going to forgo the cup for the league, but I had my eyes in the treble all along. So believe, lads, believe. Patrick, 
I am just happy that I could get my I'm, I'm very disappointed at the cup and swear so the lads not playing but I'm very happy that I got my win against Andy pulling ahead of Connell and Stephen when neither of them scored badly but had a tough week in fairness all slagging aside so I'm oh, lucky no, no, to be uh, you know, the, the slagging you just put aside can you return bring, bring that <laughs> back can I, can I just say, Steve, <laughs> Steve didn't have a good week. He only scored 49. I, I, Did he? I, sorry, I, apologies. I Steve was shite in that case, week. yeah. I said I had an okay-ish no, Paddy did. Okay, well, in that case, I'm saying that Steve had a poor week because he's a poor player. <laughs> and I, thankfully, had a good enough week because I'm a good player. Even though all players didn't play. See, that's just being dynamic and being able to roll with the punches. You see, Steve, that's, that's what I was telling you. Uh, you slag my team for all this change with moving parts, but uh, look at me beating you. You didn't beat so, me. Uh, I so, didn't yeah, play Steve you this week. Is a... Uh, Steve, um, listen, Steve, you're losing to me. You didn't play me, but what? you're losing to me. Uh, st- you didn't play me this week, but you're still losing to me. Look at the look at the points oh, in the scoreboard. Shite now. We just ended so. Before, or is it <laughs> keep rambling on about nonsense? Steve, your 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 closing <laughs> statement, and then we'll call it off. Oh, what a what a week of fantasy! This is what you this is what you play for. Absolutely. So you, the listener, if you want to get in touch with us, the podcasters, you can do so on Discord. There's a link in the podcast description. You can also get updates about when podcasts go up on Twitter. That's at the FPL Jingle. And you can see the league itself. All the shite we'd be talking about it. There's a link to that as well. Uh, This has been episode 28. Thanks, guys. Really enjoyed this one. And good night.